K3000. <laughs> Pastor D2. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is incredibly long. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect to read this long. Hey, oh, our good hey. material's gone. I uh, know. I'm all done. I'm all spoked out. It's all good. Hey, 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 hey. Ain't nothing gonna break my stride. What? Ain't nothing gonna slow me down. Hey! Oh. <laughs> I got at least, I, I told her I got I got at least two haze in me uh, in the intro. Hey! Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Connect Church. Yes, welcome, everybody. Spread out all over the greater Philadelphia <laughs> area, all over the nation. We're believing some all over the world. What a great amen, morning. Amen, amen. And if this is one of the first times that you're joining us, on behalf of our whole church, we say welcome and thank you for being with us. This yes. is Kyle and I'm Danielle. How are we doing? And welcome to um, our sofa. <laughs> we, we were just listening to 80s music before yes. this started, so that's why you got oh a little bit, goodness, of, uh, little bit of Matthew Wilder. Right? Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh. Ain't nothing going to break my stride. Okay. Come on, um, somebody. It's so funny. Like back back then, you could just kind of like knew all of the music. Oh yeah, totally. But I couldn't I had no tell idea you, like, who sang it. Gap band. Like yeah, I don't no, know who no, that no. is. So I anyway. I don't know. But um, if you would like to get to know a little bit more about us, you can click on our link tree uh, link, and you can just find out a little bit more about what we believe and a heartbeat of who we are. And that's also church where you would go to give. And I actually want to um put this in front of you right away. Today. Oh yeah, this so book good. Is called the surprise of your life. It's a free book that we give to you um, via the mail. Uh, if you just want to click on the link that's provided there, uh, and you can send us your name and your mailing address. And this is a book that was written by one of our pastors named Rick Campan, and it helps you along in your journey toward God and towards understanding Him a little bit better. And it's written in a way that you really will be able to understand it. The forward is written by Carson Wentz, and this is the book Shout that we also Cars. give away through um, Thy Kingdom Come uh, from Food Truck. So if you would like to get a hold of this and just kind of look through it and see find out a little bit more, you can go ahead and send your uh, mailing address and we'll get that out. Yeah, we, and we just had a great, uh, another great uh, yeah. That Kingdom Chrome food truck giveaway yeah. uh, this week. And thank we're, you we're for just, coming out. Thank you, guys. We're seeing hundreds of people uh, come through, hundreds of cars come through every every week. Mm -hmm. And it's such an honor to be a part of that. We do that in partnership, as as you just said, with uh, mm -hmm. A1, Carson Wednesday yeah. One Foundation. and. And the church, and man, it's it's. I love the fact that we get to be a part of just. We talk. We always talk about food being people glue, yeah. and it really is and just, just kind of connecting with people as they come, even come through, come through, come through the line. For people. It's so yeah, quickly, yep. even though it moves so quickly, there's so much love there, and there's absolutely. so much warmth, and there's so much kindness that's felt on all sides of it. On right? every side, so I, the people who are giving, yeah. the people who are receiving, it's it's so amazing. Thank you. If you've been one of the people that's come out, thank you. Yes. And we pray that you didn't just enjoy the food, but you also enjoyed the presence of God that we hope was that came along with the food. We, we have people that, you that come and say, uh, "Oh man, I'm so glad I got the book the last couple times, yes. and I've been giving it away." to people yes. and uh, so I mean that's it's, it's yeah. people come and get food and give it away as well it's, yep. it's just been amazing and we want to give a shout out to uh, someone who's so dear to us yeah. uh, Liz Hefner Liz happy birthday happy uh, 30th. Liz 30th 30th birthday today Liz yeah. uh, works with our middle school uh, as well and and she is she's getting ready to marry someone that we might know my brother oh <laughs> yeah Pastor John can't find out uh, their wedding's coming up in uh, just a couple weeks. Man, Liz, we love you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, so, baby. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. we have kids. Talk about kids. We oh. have kids. Uh, VBS coming up this week. Did you see? Did you see? So many kids. Pastor Lisa. Did you no, see her get her, up? Her superhero get up? They, yeah. I want to be a superhero. I know. <laughs> so cool. I want to go to VBS. They won't let me, but I want to go. Well, that would be creepy. 
Yeah, a little. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, they start that this week. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if look, if you're a parent, you're you're new, your kid, uh, and and maybe you're running behind on that, uh, get a hold of. Uh, you can go to Linktree. You can always send uh, uh, our our kids ministry email. Let let them know what's going on as well. Yeah. So hey, um, D, before we hop in, because we're gonna get right into the word today. We we really feel we're gonna um, we're we're gonna just do a little table talk today. Uh, little, talk. little kitchen table talking. <laughs> everybody, everybody who is married has friends. You know what kitchen table talk is. Just kind of h- hanging out talking. But um, I, I said something to the team today. I just really felt like I wanted to say um, here, uh, Dia. I, 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 um, you know, I was I was reading about the resurrection again because Paul yeah. just keeps bringing everything back to the yep. resurrection. And I was reminded that you know Jesus in that tomb on that day was isolated. Mm. He was alone. Um, there was no one else in there with him, and yet he wasn't powerless. Uh, and the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead is with you today. Um, you may you may be isolated. You may be alone. Uh, you may feel like it's you're in the midst of a, a dark moment in your life. Uh, my friend, can I really encourage you right now? You are not alone. The darkness is does not have the final say in your life. The isolation does not have a final say in yes. your life. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead uh, is is inside of you. Is inside of your house right now. Amen. The if if the great if death, which was the great conqueror, could be conquered by Jesus in that environment. Matt, come mm. on, Jesus can conquer and overcome anything in your environment today. So I just really felt like I wanted to say that to someone. And, and, and maybe you're feeling, well, man, I'm not I'm not single. I'm not alone. No, maybe sometimes even when you're with people, you can feel alone. The the darkness. I want to say the darkness does not have the final say in your life today don't give that place the spirit of god is there he's speaking and moving and the father's will can be accomplished because greater is he that is in you than he that's in this world so i just want to say that somebody that that you're carrying like a real you know sometimes you can hear that and just think it's kind of a planned thing or something but you are walking around the house really feeling strongly that that it's important because sometimes you know even right now we do kind of feel um we we a lot of our control has been taken away from us. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking so, about. <laughs> me neither. I don't have control issues at all. But we, when you when you remove someone's control, um, that sense of powerlessness is so, yeah. can be so connected to so many deeper things that the its natural voice is to say that you're alone. Correct. And that you've been abandoned in some way, or That's that right. you have to figure this out on your own, or the weight of what you're carrying is greater than the freedom that Jesus holds for us. Yeah, so that flesh like, moment of Jesus on the cross. You know, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And the Father's still there going, I've never left yes. you. Um, and, yeah. and that's why, like, our flesh in, our, in, those crucif- in those crucifixion moments, when we're being pressed and tried on every side, you can feel like we're alone. And yet, yes. yet, even, you know, that Friday night when he was in, and he was in darkness, that Saturday, all day long, God was still, the Father was still there moving his will. Um, so uh, I just want to really encourage somebody. Yeah. We're going to hop in, but let, let's pray really quick because I, I feel like God wants to do something in someone's yeah. life right here, right now, where you are yeah. uh, in your house. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. I thank you for this time. I thank you, Lord God, that you are not restricted and bound mm-hmm. uh, by the environment that we find ourselves in today. Yes. Lord God, that you you are not uh, kept 
kept away because uh, because we are being kept away from a building. You are actually present in every person's home, in every uh, hospital room, Lord God, in every car where people are listening. In the name of Jesus, we thank you that you are manifesting your presence there. May the darkness bow to the light of Jesus Christ. May the may the sickness go away by the healing hand of the Almighty, Lord God. May the may the yoke be broken by the Holy Spirit's anointing. In the name of Jesus Christ today, there's not one addiction, not one lie. Yes. There is not yes, one Lord. depressive thought. There is not one dark moment that is more powerful than your love. So manifest your grace in this place. Mm. In Jesus' name. Come on, church. In Jesus' name, yes. let's say it in agreement. Amen. amen. And amen. 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 Well, we're going to, we're going to, like I said, we're going to do a little bit of table talk today. Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep hitting her. Uh -huh. You know, that, that's why you see she has Where's a pillow in front of me. It's all good. Someone's got a clicker. Um, I have to get a big yeah. one. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to be back at Acts chapter 20 today. Acts, again, we're still in it. God still has us here. It's yeah, beautiful. It is. Um, if you need a, uh, a title today's message, it's TikTok. TikTok. Come on. I know in our you're world, not, TikTok. Gonna... I'm going to. <laughs> Like, I, I got you it. have been singing because you know the problem is they the problem don't relate is, to the song. They don't. To, well, some of them. Um, all I'm saying is that some in our <laughs> world today, if you say TikTok, you're thinking crazy dance videos. Uh, yeah. Kind of when I was growing up earlier. Our TikTok has a C in it. T-I-C. Yeah, yeah, they're exactly. <laughs> K. Yeah. And and like when I think about TikTok when I was younger, it was the alligator. Or the crocodile um, that 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 bit off Cap, yeah, bit off Cap Coach's yeah, head. Yeah, so yeah. when you heard the TikTok, you know danger was coming, danger, right? Danger. But then when I was in team, my teen years, Dougie Fresh broke out with a TikTok. You don't stop. Someone knows what I'm talking about. You don't quit. Hit it. Um, <laughs> and then when they sample, it's all because of you. Um, you're feeling sad and blue. You, you went, went away, away and now <laughs> my life is filled with rainy days. Come on, but I love you so. Oh. Is Jesus singing it to somebody. Hey, where's the hay? Hey! I told you I was going to get a couple of hays into that. But <laughs> I, don't you hope somebody knows the songs that oh, we're talking about? I, I, I know probably people are. I, I know, know, but some of you are shouting us down. I know it. I know, I know. somebody else knows this music. I know someone else. Yeah, exactly. I do know. I, I get it because in the comments sometimes they're like, they start to sing with They start to type it out. So I love you. I love you. If you if you know 80s music, I love yeah. you. Um, but I, I love D that the you know that that thought. We're not talking about any of that today. We're going to talk about the this the, the TikTok is the sound of mm. a of a clock, as as maybe in the season we're going through in life the the clock is ticking, the clock in a relationship a clock is ticking, um, in our walk with Jesus our clock is ticking, um, and you know I think it's important that when we look at Acts. I think that that's why when you when we've been reading Acts, there's this sense of urgency in the yes. book of Acts. Yes, there is. This sense of urgency um, that that in their movements, in their, movements, in, their, in their focus, in their yeah. priorities, in their decisions. Yeah. And 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 I think it's why God has us here. To be honest, because I I think um, in in the Christian world today, it, church has become about a destination or, or, or uh, an activity, something we add to our lives. And, and yet, in the book of Acts, God is saying it was all-encompassing. Everything yeah. was about, you know, being seen through the lens of, of discipleship, really. Yes. And that's what we want to talk about today. We, we, we have been really convicted and committed over this season to really call Connect into, a, into this uh, deeper season of, of discipleship. Um, and uh, and that's 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 really where we're pushing into Jesus more, where we're really building this relationship with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Because it's time. Yeah, we've talked about the importance of intimacy and connectivity 
uh, with the Holy Spirit and sometimes you know you don't really begin to activate that until someone stops volunteering to be your Holy Spirit right yeah, correct, sometimes correct. you go to other people yeah and, what do you think I should do yeah, what do you think exactly. I should do yeah. and um, even even your pastors you know we aren't your Holy Spirit yeah we can direct you to the Word of God and we can direct you to begin Wisdom. to to have relationship with the Holy Spirit who will breathe his counsel into you but sometimes we always even have to take a step back and say you know what this Sunday it's not about them walking away with the three steps that we've given to yeah. them to know what to do what we want to really do today is help identify the times identify what we believe that we as um, daughters and sons of Christ are called to become right now more than what we already are yep. and then and then encourage you to go to the Holy Spirit to ask him the real questions of but what does that look like in my marketplace what does that look like in my real relationships that are that are trying or that are wonderful and it's like I almost don't feel like I need any help in them because they're yeah, yeah, great yeah. in my finances in the political climate in the racial climate that we're in where there's pain and yes uh, where, how do we how, how does the Holy Spirit lead us in, yes and yeah. not how we're telling you that we believe the Holy right. Spirit is leading you but how we're talking to you about going to the Holy Spirit about all of this yeah but I think that's why you know if you missed it on Tuesday night can I really encourage you to go watch it um, I, I talked a little bit about the tactics of the enemy understanding that uh, we're stalked hijacked and yeah. and cracked and in that, we, we talked about having to understand the times yes. because uh, the enemy understands the times, yes, right? Yes, he does. God works within yes. times. So when the time had fully come, Galatians 4 says, God mm -hmm. sent Jesus. Um, he works within times, and we need to understand the time. So instead of him using it for his advantage, we can use the the the, uh, the time for our advantage, for the yes. advantage that God has for us. And that's why, you know, Paul says, uh, the same uh, the same person who's gonna, we're going to be talking about today, Paul says in Ephesians 5.15, don't walk as unwise, walk mm -hmm. as wise, redeeming the time, because yeah. the time is evil. The days are evil, redeeming the time. We need to be about redeeming the time, and part of redeeming this time in our life is learning how to be disciples, learning how to be men and women of God who, who go deeper, that there's a purpose in time. <laughs> I always feel like, you know, sometimes when we don't learn the purpose of a season, um, God has a way of bringing us back through that season. Yeah. Um, and I, I we bring ourselves. Oh yeah. So I, I'm choosing to learn. <laughs> we have a way of repeating yeah. our own history. And that's by the way, that's why we started Forged as men. We because it's not just about a, a connect group getting together and talking about men issues. This is about diving into the Word of God. That's why we're creating more women, uh, women's Bible studies. Why? Why? So because we want to get in the Word of God. I, I told our team this week, um, my goal, our goal for D and I, our goal in these things is not to get through a book. It's to get the book inside of us. Mm -hmm. um, because sometimes we're like, all right, let's get through the book. And no, 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 we need to get the book inside of us because the time. Yes. We need to redeem the time. The yeah. days are evil. There's stuff going on. So you know, the, the, I keep yep. seeing, I don't know if it was actually Lord of the Rings or not. Because you know for me, everything yeah, comes back Lord to Lord of the Rings. Of course. But it may have not yeah. been Lord of the Rings I, I, because it's Or Mean kind of, Girls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's me. Or The Holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we got a handful. Thanks for calling me out. <laughs> You are right. It's I'm not from my cousin Vinny is what I do Come know. on, somebody. Um, but uh, Or the mummy. Um, or Jaws. Jaws. Um, but there's one of the, one of the movies that we watched, we watched kind of recently, and I remember 
that part of the the greatest tactic. I wish I could remember which movie it was, but of of the of it was like one of those medieval type of whatevers. That's why I think it could have been Lord <laughs> of the Rings because I really wouldn't watch anything else like that. But they the timing of when they decided to respond to the oncoming army was very important. And I remember like the guy, he kept holding them back like wait yeah, yeah, wait yeah, yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. it was like and when I the reason I'm talking about that is because time is a tactic. Yes. The time is a tool. Absolutely. And the enemy knows that. So the if enemy we're waited, not he looked for an opportune, opportune time, time, the Bible says. Right. Yeah. So if we are not aware of the time and the enemy right. is completely aware, aware of, of time, time and he utilizes it as as a That's tool right. and a tactic against us, then we should learn that that is something that God would actually have us treat as holy. Yes, Being aware yes, of the yes, times yes, that we're in yes. because it's actually something that he can utilize to his advancement. Yeah, correct. And that, yeah. Exactly. Instead of giving him the advantage, we need to take back the advantage for the kingdom of God. Yes. Yeah, no, no doubt. And that's yeah. why discipleship comes in, understanding uh, those times, understanding the word of God. Mm-hmm. Um, so let, let's hop into Acts chapter yeah. 20. Um, verse 7. I love this story, by the way. And when we talk about table talk, what we're doing right here, this is what we do all the time in our house. Every day. Like every day. <laughs> it's, it's not like we just talk about sermon to get the sermon. We, this is, these are the t- kind of discussions we have yeah. and, and about our own life. So uh, this is one of my favorite stories in the Bible because it makes me laugh. I love it. Um, I love this story. It's fantastic. Uh, Acts 20, verse 7 says, Now on the first day of the week, when the disciples came together to break bread, Paul ready to depart the next day. By the way, he already knows this is his last time he, here, right? So he's mm-hmm. he is like, this is a, the last time he's speaking to them. Spoke to them and continued mm-hmm. his message until midnight. Uh, there, are many, there were many lamps in the upper room where they were gathered together, and in a window sat a certain young man named Eutychus, who was sinking into a deep sleep. He was overcome by sleep, and as Paul continued speaking, as the pastor preached on and on, come on somebody, he <laughs> fell down on the third story and was dead. But Paul went down, fell on him, embraced him, and said, Don't you worry, uh, for li- the life is still in him. He, he brought life into him. Now when he had come up, at, now when Paul had come up, he had broken bread and eaten and talked a, wa- a long while. He talked until daybreak. Then he departed. And they brought the young man in alive, and they were not just a little comforted. Mm-hmm. And uh, D, there, there's, some, there's so much in this text and I know something hopped out at you in the midst of this yeah. that, that really is pressing, mm-hmm. that you felt pressing, not just now. It's not just out of this text. It's right. you've, been, you've been in the feeling times the times in. that we're in is pressing. Yeah. Um, and also, like with what we were just talking about, when we talked about last week, um, we talked about the fact that we have to recognize that if we don't have that intimacy with the Holy Spirit, it doesn't just keep us from walking in the authority of God. It's actually an access point yep. because the enemy knows if there is a breakdown between our intimacy with God. And so that's that totally. whole scripture that we talked about is like, Jesus I know and Paul that I've heard about, but who, who are, are you? you? And so I, we were talking about how you can fake some people some of the time. Yep. And sometimes you feel like you can almost ingratiate yourself into God's favor. But you can't fake out the enemy. You can't. He understands if yeah. you are near to the side of Jesus. So I think that um, that is, first of all, kind of important to take in and remember because this is all connected. Everything that we're sharing is connected. Um, the fact that God brought that to our um, awareness last week is not just because he wanted to pull something out of some text. Correct. He Correct. wanted to give that to you as a tool because you're going to need it yes. in that yes. toolbox. Yes. And not just in defense. 
actually as an offensive weapon that you're going to need. And in and and part of that that weaponry that we've we've been talking about collecting is being aware of the time, like we yeah. just said. And so sense of urgency. Yeah. And when we we read this story, um, the the normal thing that we would notice and pay attention to is, of course, the dude falling out of the window, right? And that has a lot of lessons in it, and that's that's Come on, a lot you of can't depth. fall asleep on the preacher. <laughs> hallelujah! You got to be positioned All right the preacher, in that. Hallelujah! Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I uh, that but what was odd is something that God brought to my attention, which yeah. is normally the thing that you read through because you think He's setting up the other story. And, and one of the stories in the story is what he said about Paul saying, Paul intended to leave the next day. And like Kyle said, he knew that he was never going to see them again. And so he, he continued to impart in them for multiple hours. Okay, so it was like it was saying until midnight. And what I was aware of the fact that is that, number one, Paul was willing to keep depositing because he knew that he was going to leave. And what hit me was I said, you know, if I knew that this was my final hour to sow, would I give more of whatever I was sowing because I knew it was the last time I would have yeah. to give it? And I think sometimes people ask a different question and they think it's the same. It's like, well, if you knew this was your last right, day on right, earth, right, 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 what would you do? Right. And it's, yeah, yeah, I went skydiving. Like, right. like you, you, skydiving. You, <laughs> you bring all of these hey. things into what you would want to do what you would want to experience, yes, the people correct. that you would want to be correct, with, right? Correct, the correct. meal that you would yes, want to yes, eat. Yes, 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 yes. Right? Exactly, the, my the, last meal. Yeah, yeah. the, the, the yeah. place that you would want to go. Yeah. Um, but when you put yourself inside of the Word, the first thing I thought of was, I would want to get some sleep. If I knew I correct. had such a long, a long journey, day, a long journey yeah. coming in front of me, right. I would have wanted to feed myself. Yeah, I'll give them an hour. I'll give them I got, an hour. I got you. I'll give you an right. hour. I mean, you know, because I, I want to be with them, but I, you know, I yeah. got to, yeah. Absolutely. So I can't even assume that my first response would have been to give anything, mm. let alone take an inventory of what I think I would have given or what would I, like when I sit right now and if I thought this was my final Sunday to impart to you and to our house, would I say, would I push myself? Yeah to get a seed that could have the potential to go deeper. Yes, yep. Would I say something less, uh, with less fear of offending someone? Right. Because I knew that this was my last chance to really speak the truth, even though I would speak it with love. You know, would correct. I go there? Correct, correct, would I, correct. Yep. Would I ask yep. for more time instead of being like, oh, you know what, this is gonna be my last time with them anyway. Just yep. like, let's just give it to them in a nutshell in 15 minutes. But see, that's kind of our human capacity we we don't really walk around understanding that we every single one of us we are in our latter days yes even if you're 20 midnight hour even if you're 20 years old yes you and you're like i have my whole life ahead of me you you have been here for 20 years already yeah. right so you have 20 years behind you already you have 20 years since you were an infant that's a lot of time uh, uh, amen and not only do we believe that we are occupying the latter days but we all as individuals are occupying the latter days of our lives, of our lives. Yeah. and the other thing we didn't even talk about this but um, the other thing that I kept feeling like God was kind of push, pushing me on was um, Daniel not the things that you would even do in your supernatural gifts so like oh well maybe I would 
sing one last worship song so right. they could always listen to it. <laughs> you get all, you know, get all nostalgic, yeah. you know. And it's like, well, no, because you're you have a supernatural gifting to naturally lead worship. So not just that, right? You know what I right, mean? Right, or like, correct. well, I would go and just serve somewhere. I would give my last day to service. Okay, but if you have a supernatural gift to serve, that's something. But it's is it everything? I have a, I have a supernatural yeah. gift to give or yes. to teach or to preach or helps. You know, uh, all of those things. I have a gift of hospitality on my life, so I'd bring everybody together. Okay, well, number one, that would speak to you. Yes, correct. And number two, that might come with a little bit more ease. What would cost you, though, Daniel? Mm. What would cost you? Um, because the seeds that he was sowing was costing him yes, something. Yes, yes, And these are just things that we have to be willing to talk about right now because we're not just in the middle of a pandemic. We're not just in the middle of yeah. right and wrong about what is happening with our black community. We're not just, you know, it's not what you're seeing on the news. It's not just a political implosion of, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's yes. not just like weird weather. It's not just this. It's Correct. not, these things don't just exist in their little compartments. There's a story being told and sometimes we're not fully aware of what that story is and we yes. just think we're in the middle of a pandemic right and as soon as this right, is right, better right, then right. that's going to be fine but is that what god is saying yep is the spirit of does the spirit of god church have enough space inside of you right now to speak to you about the times that we are in and the time that you have left and then if he does what has he been saying to you about how he wants you to steward your yeah. latter days yeah Look, every, every relationship D has a midnight hour. Every friendship yeah. has a midnight hour. Every person has a midnight hour, right? Yes. All of us. Everybody. So we're all, and, and I don't know when that midnight hour is, but every one of us has it. Mm -hmm. So Paul's having this midnight hour with these guys. Yes. This is the last time he's talking with them. Um, I, I, you know, we just want you to know something. Uh, and, and uh, you know, if, if you've been around Connect, you know that Danielle and I are not like end time preachers. We're not standing on the, you know, the, the, uh, soapbox counting every mark of the beast moment, right? But we firmly believe without, we are convicted that we are in, our la in the latter days. We're convicted that Jesus is coming back. We are heading towards midnight. Uh, there's you know, birth pains right now. We, I wanted you to, because we sat in this room. The yeah. room didn't look like this because the room was reconfigured. But it was late one night. And we had a conversation about yeah, this, and we were course. like, "Do you do you really think?" Yes. Because you know, we we believe, and I don't want to just talk about that. Like we believe we've we've been taught certain things. We have certain beliefs, yeah. belief systems yep. about where we stand. And oh, he can't ever come back now because this, that, and the other thing. Yep. But we had a very like the spirit of God was very thick in this room, and we had a very honest conversation. 100%. Because if you're just willing to be like, ah, yeah. No, it, it when when it becomes esoteric, when it becomes, I know Jesus yes. is coming back someday. Yes. Like when you look at Acts, they believed he was coming back that day. Then. And and I think and it didn't, right? It's still two thousand years. But tick tock, we are closer than and ever. And they died. And they died. But look, I, Matthew twenty four says, uh, in the end times, Jesus is saying there's gonna be wars and wars and rumors of wars, there's gonna be famines, there's gonna be mm -hmm. pestilence, there's gonna be earthquakes, there's gonna be volcanoes, there's gonna be all this stuff. I don't know about you, but if you've looked around lately, there's a whole lot more of the increase of lawlessness that he talks about. Um, and, and then he even says, look, the men and women of faith are going to be persecuted. Mm -hmm. that, that this isn't going to be the easiest of moments. And, 
that uh, but if we but if we hang on to if we persevere to the end if we we stand on the word that's why discipleship in yes. this moment is so important it's not just so that we hang on to the end it's because we're going to be in a world that is constantly in need of the hope that we have yes. constantly in need of the answer that is the only answer for our world which is Jesus it is not a better answer it is not yes. a better way right. it is the the way he is the truth he is the life um, and and he's the hope of the world and so I know the church is the vehicle of hope, but Jesus is the hope, mm. right? So that's why we need discipleship yeah. because there, there's all of this midnight hour. And, and, and Dee, we talked to our team this week. It's, it's why what you're seeing and hearing in us, church, if you've been listening over the last couple of, of months, there's something brewing in us about we've been building a church that was really focused on building community. We wanted people to feel like they were accepted and belonged to something because I, that's important. We need it, right? Mm -hmm. We needed that to, to belong. There's something uh, powerful inside of people that want to belong. Yeah. Um, and so when we were building that, that was awesome because then our hope was that they would want to then be a disciple. Yeah. But, but here's, here's the rub. This is what we find out is that, is that um, because it's so natural to want to belong, and that's our, that's our flesh's desire, the moment that we get that, that sense of belonging, we arrived. we're good because yeah. we have what we need. It's why Starbucks is so powerful, right? Because you can belong to something, hang out with people who are all start for like the cup of a coffee. Um, it, 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 it's amazing. Um, but when, when, when discipleship comes along, there's a cost to it. And our flesh is going, I'm not sure that I, um, I, I want to pay that. The problem is, babe, that at least what we've seen is that when my connection to God is only based on com the community of God, when the, the when that community, when something happens in that community, or that community yes. changes, or the way that community is done it changes, we, we're like, we disconnect. Yes. And, uh, but because when, the community holds the weight of the, the weight. Their, of it. Their weight. But, their, when, but, their... when we, but when we're in discipleship, when, mm -hmm. we, when we actually are a disciple, when we're pressing into Jesus, when we're taught to stand on His Word, know who He is, understand community through Him, um, because disciples will always be in community because community is part of a disciple's life. Mm -hmm. But that way when the storm comes, they stand strong. And the, there are storm, this storm that we're in right now is nothing, nothing. compared to the storm that's coming. Nothing. So, so Jesus says in Matthew 7, the wise man builds his house upon the rock because he knows the storm is coming. And that's what we're committed to. I want you to know, I know everybody is so excited about, oh, I can't wait to get back. I can't wait to get back. I can't wait to get back either. But the reason why, we just have to take a step back. The reason why we want to get back so much is because we were missing community. Yeah. I'm missing community. What was familiar, what we knew. What we, Correct. Because, because when we're longing for something, we're longing for what it was when we, la when we last well, when had we, it. When we last had it. Mm -hmm. the, 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 there's nothing wrong with that from the sense of longing community, wanting community. But I, I said on Tuesday, I'm going to say it again here, I, I want to get back because I, I can't wait to, to take this next step of discipleship, to take people deeper. And I want you guys to know Danielle and I are committed to discipling you where you are. So right now, we're committed to discipling you. Right. When we get back, do you know what our commitment is? To disciple you where you are. Uh, and so that's, mm -hmm. that's what this um, is all about. So do you know, like this is a, there's some midnight hour moments here that, uh, that, that I, I, it hit me, by the way, that um, it says Paul preached till midnight and then someone died. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because people die at midnight. That's what we're heading towards. That's what we have to really be honest about, and that's why I think it really is important that we get discipled because we have to we have to have something 
to invest into people into this world before the midnight hour. And you said something interesting. Um, you, so what was, uh, we've told you kind of before what we do is that um, this t this week has morphed, I think, three full times. Oh, yeah, multiple times, yeah. With a cherry on top of last week. <laughs> like, okay. But what we often do is as we prepare ourselves and then we bring together what we've been preparing, we'll record it, mm -hmm. right? And the first thing I've noticed is that I, every time I listen back to the recordings of our conversations, I absolutely don't remember half of what you said. <laughs> now, here's why. That's normal. Here's why. Because my brain is processing the whole time what I am trying to articulate yeah. yep. I am going to bring to the table. And what I realized is that you say this whole gamut of things that I would have never even needed to... Like I go when when I'm listening back to like oh and it, it like fills in gaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wasn't yep. listening fully yep. because I'm trying to remember what it is that I have to bring to the table. Right. Um. And so the first thing I want to say to you is is that you know when we're like well God's not talking or whatever yeah. you know it's truly about right now honing our ears because God is talking. Absolutely. God is sharing. God is speaking. And so honing our listening skills right now is, is imperative yep. Yep. Um, because I think that we get we get so distracted by what we want to tell God we want to happen in our lives yes. that we forget to let him tell us what's going on in our lives. And there's also great clarity when I listen back. I And if, I, if I'm listening back, not trying to figure out what I was trying to talk to you about, but yeah. what you were trying to talk to me about, it's not just clarity. It also releases certain things in me. I yeah, always yeah, yeah. walk yeah, away yeah, listening yeah, to yeah, those recordings yeah. um, released to do my part. Yes. And I think what we have a lot of people in Christendom, um, <laughs> in Christendom, that are bound a lot. They feel like they're not sure. I don't know. And do I say this to people that I work with? And should I share this with my family? And is this the right way? Or is this the right time? And you, you're feeling so confined. But the Spirit of God, and that's why we keep directing you back, you know, the Spirit of God is going to tell you now is the time to have that conversation with the person yes. in your yes. workplace yes. right now. And you won't be able to do the right now moments if you're not cultivating your relationship with the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit yeah. right now. Yeah, because he's in time. He's in time. He understands the, time, yeah. the right times. And yep. the, the thing that you said to me, because you, when you said it, one of the last times you said it, it stuck with me because I've heard, it was one of those times where I've heard you say it before, but I was ready to process what yeah. you were saying. And then when I listened to the recording back, I was like, he needs to talk more about this because oftentimes church, we're trying to figure out with God, like God, tell us what they need us to talk about. Tell us how they need us to prepare their soil. Help, tell us what they need for us to to put in front of them to identify the times they're going through. We've been talking to you a lot about your dreams and is God saying yeah. no? Is God saying not now? Is God saying now? Yes. And you know, and where do you find yourself in things where things are upside down and inside out? And it's really important to have this be part of what helps you know those answers. And the thing that you said to me is that you said I still don't think that people have a concept of what it means to have a healthy relationship with eternity. Yeah. And then you said something yeah. like, because we don't, we have a relation, you said we have a relationship with a fairy tale heaven, yeah. like where we, yeah, I don't even want to put words in your mouth, yeah, but yeah, then no. you said, 
but but we don't have a real understanding also that heaven is still very uh, that hell is still very real. Yeah, I I, I think it's the our our view and our relationship with eternity um, is bound within this concept of heaven, and it's just I'm going to heaven. I get to go to how do I get to heaven? Um, I'm going to heaven, so everything's good. Yeah. And, 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 and that, it, it's not that heaven is not real. I don't mean to say that in a, at all, but that's our view. That's our connection to eternity. And I don't think we, we, we have this real relationship with, with the, this concept of eternity that, that people will be spending eternity away from God, without mm-hmm. the love of God, in the darkness, with separation. We in, have a relationship with our eternity that's, that's heaven, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And we, we define we, heaven, heaven as eternity. As eternity but rather so than many understanding. are going to have their eternity. Yeah, it's completely different. In, without with, Completely different. And, and, and when we don't have that, well, we don't really have that understanding of eternity and a relationship with eternity. Not understanding, relationship. a relationship with eternity. Then we don't understand the urgency. Yes. And we don't understand our mission. Because our mission then is just to get people to heaven. No, no, no. Our, our mission is to understand eternity. Yes. And God's concept and plan for eternity and what... And people's reality of where they are in that in that outworking of eternity at the moment, mm-hmm. because as this clock ticks down to midnight, someone's dying at midnight. Yes. People die at midnight. I don't know the midnight hour for people. I don't know the midnight hour when Jesus comes back. I don't know the midnight hour for the last conversation I'll ever have with this person. Not necessarily because they'll die, but because our relationship may not go any further. We may not ever recline. There's there's this midnight hour, and that midnight hour has eternity attached to it. Mm-hmm. And that's why the, I think when I look at this text, what's so important, what we see in this urgency with Paul is what, what is this making sure people get discipled. I've, I've got this much time because I don't know how much time they've got. I don't know. Yes. I got this much time. I'm going to impart. And what we see in this text, I think is so important, just kind of as so, so, so that we can grab a hold of why it's burning in us, is that what we see is, is, is the results of a convicted life the results of committed life mm. and the result of a of a cracked life, mm. um, and and th- this this community of believers they were convicted and they were committed, right? right? They, it wasn't like, right. hey, I got thirty minutes, you got thirty yeah. minutes to preach to me, yeah. and I've already checked my phone five times. Yeah. Dude was preaching till midnight, and they were like, give us more, give us yeah. more. This isn't for us to preach longer. It's this understand they were convicted, they were convicted about something, mm-hmm. and they were committed to someone. They were convicted that the that the word of God and the person of Jesus was worth their time, energy, and, and focus. And so was Paul because he knew he was never going to be with them saying. again. I'm talking like, about the entirety of the, the, entirety the community, of the community, everything, yeah. right? The receivers, so the, but also correct, even him. him. So, like, when you are convicted by something, when you're convicted, it 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 um, it refocuses you, right? Mm-hmm. When I'm convicted of something, I'm refocused. When I'm committed to something, um, I it it reprioritizes my life. Yes. So when I'm committed, when I'm convicted by something, it refocuses yeah. my life. When I'm committed to something, it reprioritizes my life. So they're like, "Yeah, Paul, I need everything you've got because everything you've got." For Paul, mm-hmm. he was so convicted and committed. He said, "I preach Christ and Christ crucified. Yeah. Not about me. It's all about Jesus." Philippians three seven and eight. We'll get there for us, by the way. Uh, he says, uh, "Everything that I th- thought was my gain, mm-hmm. I now consider loss." Yes. One of the most powerful, and, and by the way, that Ooh. word loss means everything that I used to, that used to be wins for me, I now see hurt me. Not even I lost it. He said everything before Jesus that I thought was so good, that made me so good, mm. hurt me. That's, that we'll, a- we'll, that's, we'll get there. But he's, 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 conv- he's, com- he's convicted D. they're convicted and committed to keeping 
Jesus and the Word at the center of everything. Mm -hmm. The Bible says they broke bread, which is communion, and then they got into the Word. They broke bread, got in the Word. They broke bread, got in the Word. It's not the liturgy yeah. of breaking bread, yeah. which we'll do next week, by the way. We're going to do communion yes. next week. Yes. It's not the liturgy. It's keeping the Word and 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 uh, the, the, the presence of Jesus together. It's always been that way. From the very beginning, I was talking to you about this earlier this week. From the very beginning in, in Exodus 24, um, what the Bible says Moses stood up, read the covenant that God had mm. given, and then took the blood of the lamb and sprinkled it on the people. The word and the blood are always at the center. The word and the blood are always at We've got to be make sure that we're people of the word and the blood, forgiveness, grace, love, truth. It's always at the center of it all. Um, and I was, you know, we were talking to Jake this week about conversations he's been having with friends, sure. Christians and non-Christians, sure. and he was talking about stuff with them that would make my grandmama's hair stand sure. on that. She won't even understand, right? It's like so beyond what, 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 but, but that's where our, that's yeah, where the world is. generations before had to talk about. Right. Now it's, it's part of that and being ready. Correct. It's being part of ready being ready. Being ready to conversation. Exactly right. Yeah. And he had to do it with love and, love and truth. truth. Yes. And that's the difference because, you know, for, uh, John 1, 17 says the law was given by Moses. But grace and truth came in Jesus, and and when we when we when we come at people with too much law, it brings legalism, which is rebellion. Paul says it will lead to rebellion. When we come with too much grace, it's all just grace. It's just humanism. Yes. Hey, whatever's all good, but it's grace and truth. It's truth. We have to be w willing. That's why First Peter three fifteen says, "Always be prepared to give a reason for the hope you have." Thee. Yes. That's why discipleship is important because we're wrestling. It's not just that we can be right. I, I want to prove them wrong mm -hmm. and I want to be right. No, they need hope. This is, they're going towards a midnight hour. They're going to fall out the window. They may be in the midst mm -hmm. of it all, but man, it doesn't matter that they're in the midst of it all. Well, they're, they're not really bad people. Eutychus wasn't a bad dude. He was in the midst of it and he still died. Why? Because there, there's a midnight hour coming. You and I have to, we have to be convicted by the, 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 the word. We need to be committed to the, the one who is the living word, who is Jesus Christ at the center of it all. And, 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 and I love this because in this juxtaposition, and this is what I want to, I want to help us today. There's this juxtaposition that I see in this text where there's this committed and convicted community over here doing it. And in the midst of it, there's a cracked life. Mm -hmm. His name's Eutychus. Mm -hmm. It's cracked. It's broken. Mm -hmm. And there's results from that brokenness. And, and I want to say, I'm Eutychus. I, I'm Eutychus. You are Eutychus, right? We're Eutychus. This is, this is, there's no condemnation in this moment. Come on. It's so easy, babe, to fall asleep on our walk with God. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to fall asleep on our passion for the king. It's so easy to fall asleep on our commitment to kingdom life, uh, our, 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 our willingness to actually give, uh, give the love, love of God away. It's so easy to fall asleep mm -hmm. on that. I have one thought, and then we're yeah, going to yeah. wrap up. Yep. Um, I mean, not to, I meant just time-wise. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Up, we, but yeah. um, I, I, I've been thinking about something. It hasn't even gotten to the point where I've shared it with you just because it's um, it's just been on my personal radar. But yep. So, you know, I, I, I try to, the way that I try to really process through the weight of every scripture is try to put myself inside the story as different characters yeah, yeah. Um, because yes. you'll see everything through like four mm -hmm. different vantage points um, and when I put myself into the position of Paul and I saw him walking over to that man yeah. to raise him from the dead in the same passage we also read that Paul says 
the Holy Spirit has been preparing him, telling him yeah, he's that he's going to die. Yep. And so I see this man so yielded to the truth of living for Christ, Christ crucified. That's yes, it. Everything yes, is that yes. he is walking over to a man to pray that he returns to life when he's on his way when to he death. He himself, That's right. the Holy Spirit, has prepared him. You are on your way, way to, to death. death. So every with every miracle he's a part of, he is also seeing it up against the fact that his life is not going to look like this man's life. Yes, correct. But my yes. life needs to benefit that man's life. Yes. And that's why I think that understanding that question in ourselves is very important right now. What would I sow? And would I even sow anything if I knew this was my last opportunity to sow it to someone? You know, um, and this is the last thing I have to say, but, and again, nothing we've talked about yet, but I, I in the Cherry Hill campus, the last Sunday that was we were ever in the building, yeah, yeah. was I happened to preach. Yep. And um, I have thought about, I just felt like the Spirit of God just came into this room. I have thought so many times, God, I'm so sorry that it was me that was the last wow. person to share, that had to share. Um, I wish it would have been able to be Kyle. And I shared about shame. And it was a message that's taken me 12 years to be able to share. And I felt like God said that for the time, that was not just a personal victory for me, but it was seeds. Yeah. That we had, that I had to be willing to sow into anyone who would be able or willing to digest them into their own life. And I say that because you might be feeling less than, like, oh, I, this is like, I'm, someone else would do such a better job yep. talking to this person right yes, now yes, about yes, God. Yes. Someone else would do such a better job than me representing God right now in this relationship or in my family or whatever it is. But if, God has tasked you with a seed to sow, then sow it with honor and sow it as a holy seed. And people who want to truly feast on who God is yes. will cherish it. And don't diminish the vessel, the conduit, the storehouse through which his provision comes, who is, which is you. The only thing you have to carry the responsibility of is keeping the vessel pure yes so that whatever God chooses to have flow through you can remain intact as a true reflection of him yeah, that's great we're gonna we're gonna do okay. we're, we're gonna get back to this next week because um, I just really feel like there's just um, more in this text and more in this call to understand the midnight hour to understand what it means to be a disciple um, obviously, uh, we can all see ourselves in Eutychus um, and understand that, uh, you know, our, our spirit is willing, but our flesh is weak. And, um, you know, that, that's what happens, right? But Jesus, we were talking about this morning, Jesus, it brings Peter, James, and John 
uh, to the garden with him. Mm. And in the same, right? And he's, he's crying. It's, he's getting ready to die. Mm. He's bleeding blood. And he just says, can you pray with me? And they fall asleep. Yeah. And uh, um, our flesh, it's so easy to give into our flesh. Um, so we're gonna we'll, we'll talk about. Can I actually pray for them? And yeah, then yeah, yeah, pray? No, yeah. Go. Let yeah, me do, for anybody that may right have connected to what I was saying, you know, it might not be that you important. don't want to carry a seed. It, you yeah. might be feeling like your pod yeah. <laughs> is less than to carry that that little pea of of seed, but it's important and it's valuable. I just want to pray yeah, no, for I think them, it's and then you can pray. Yeah. Okay. Spirit of the living God, I pray that you would infiltrate every lie yes, that has had a voice inside people's stories that have caused them to think that their representation of you is flawed or less than or marred. And I pray, God, that there would be a holy healing as if glass vessels that you can no longer even see the crack inside of them but that it would be made so whole that all you see is light coming through that glass vessel, God. I pray, Lord, that you would not just create um, courageous people, not that you would just create bold people, but that you would also help create earnest people. Yes. That what they share, Father, would be with holy authenticity and that they would gravitate toward the truth and the weight of the true word of God so that they're not just sharing their story but they're sharing their story up against the backdrop of the truth of the word of God that you would help people to hunger and thirst for your word not just for experiences but for your word Mm -hmm. that you would help equip us God to make disciples of depth and Father I pray God that there would be a leaning in of Everyone that calls Connect their home to not just become part of a congregation, not just to become part of a community, not just simply to belong, but to become daughters and sons that are discipled by their father so that they can help others belong in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord Jesus. Yes. Amen. You know, my friends, one of the greatest um, challenges to our life is the distance that we find ourselves away from intimacy with Jesus. And, you know, we talked from the very beginning about this need to keep Jesus and his word at the center of everything. And maybe today you find yourself uh, at a distance from God, at a distance from his love, at a distance from his grace. Um, You know, the beautiful thing is that we don't have to work our way to get back to it. Religion all religions in the world, with the exception of Christianity, are about our working ourselves towards God. But that's not the message of the cross. That's the message right. of the cross is Jesus came yeah. to do the work for us so we have an open path to God. Yes. All we have to do is accept that gift and actually start on that journey. So no matter where you find yourself today, whether you find yourself distant from God um, maybe you've never asked Jesus into your life. Maybe you did that before mm-hmm. and uh, you've been stumbling along the way. Well, welcome home. Yeah. Welcome home. I want to invite you to just seek him. The Bible mm-hmm. says if you seek him, you'll find him mm-hmm. um, because he's right here for you. 
Uh, and so we're going to just pray. And maybe if you find yourself at a distance from God today, but don't want that any longer, yes. you really want to step into discipleship. Our church has heard me say this a thousand times. Christianity is not a decision to be saved. It's a decision to be a disciple of the Savior. Man, look, when we, when we become a disciple of the Savior, salvation is a result. Mm -hmm. But it's not just to get to heaven. It's actually to get to the King of heaven and have Him yes. in our daily life, mm -hmm. that relationship. So if that's what you want today, can you just pray with me? It's this just as easy. It really is. The start of it is this easy. Um, just say, Dear Lord Jesus, here I am today. I've come to give you my life. All that I am, all that I have, all that I ever will be, I freely give to you. And Jesus, I'm asking you to be the Lord and Savior of my life. I'm all in. Forgive me of my sin. Close any gap between us. Fill me with your spirit. From this day forward, Forward, from this day forward, and forevermore, and forevermore I, choose I choose to live, to live full, on for your glory. full on for your glory. In Jesus' name, in Jesus name. Amen. 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 My friend, the Bible says no matter how far you were away from God, right now the angels in heaven mm. are rejoicing because you've had an encounter with the living yes. God. Discipleship is, is the ability to help you understand that at a deeper level and experience that at a deeper yeah. level. So we're going to invite you to be a part of that. man. If you are a man right now, you can still join Forge. Yes. Hop in on that. doesn't matter. It. Just hop in. Ladies, yeah. it's coming up in a week or two. Yeah. So stay attention to, to link, uh, Linktree. Yeah. It's going to be there. All our social media stuff. And again, don't forget the book. So if you did just pray along with us especially, then make sure that you send your name and your address. Um, to the email link provided and we'll get that book out to you for free of charge. But now we just want to take a moment as a church and so into our yes. house that is still thriving, that is still rising, yes. that is still um, bringing life and hope and joy and power and discipleship into people's lives through the giving of your tithe. Yeah, Paul, Paul reminds us it's better to give than to receive. Mm -hmm. And because they're, you know, the, the incredible thing, we say this a thousand times in church as well, you know, you can never outgive God. Um, but what, what that means isn't just that he gives back to you personally. It, it, mm. He does that as well because he's gracious, right? But the beautiful thing is he takes what we sow into him and uses it in such a way, spreads. D, spreads it around in spreads. such a way that it, it, it brings seed into someone else's life. Yeah. He who provides seed to the sower, the Bible says. Mm. God is providing seed through his storehouse. Uh, to people all over the community, people you may not even know, or people that you do, people that yeah. you usually sit next to, yeah. uh, in a in in a seat at church, who right now need seed, who right now need hope and belief and resource and time, uh, and God is actually pouring that into them as well yeah. through your generosity. Yeah. So thank you for giving church. It really does change lives. It's changing the world. It's certainly. Uh, changing people in our house. Yeah, and so that link right there that's uh, provided to the Linktree link, you could go ahead and utilize that. And we thank you so much, church, for being faithful, Yes. for being true, for being earnest givers. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's something that is um, of, of the many weights <laughs> that Ooh. are on us. It truly does help us feel um, a little bit uh, undergirded yeah. in ways that uh, that just doesn't come by being undergirded in any other way. So thank you, church, so much. Absolutely. And remember that this Tuesday, 7 p.m., we do the chat room, and you um, it's get be fun. you get some real depth. If you did not fun. watch chat room, I really do believe. Yeah, I really want to want to say, if you didn't watch chat room from last week, get a chance to yet. Please go yeah. back and watch it. 
Um, it will help you uh, understand the enemy's tactics and also the mm -hmm. tactics we need to have, as well as it'll give, give us some foundation for as we come back to this next week, uh, a little bit under, more understanding. Great. So we miss you, church, as always. We BBS really this do week. Church, uh, we, we're, Jake's making babies movements yes so um unless i'm gonna be a grandmother i think that means that kids church is now starting over on youtube he looks horrified but that's what moms do um so we have kids ha happening now head on over to our youtube channel and we will see you yeah. on tuesday guys at 7 we love you so much god bless love you church. church love you so much